Is that, I mean, okay, is that an Oklahoma thing or is that just a Jeff thing? What? I try not just clapping just, like a lady. Yeah, clapping just kind like of you a lady? in general. Are you, are you a typical <laughs> Oklahoman or are you kind of an outlier? Because I don't really know that many people. I try to not know people from Oklahoma if I can avoid it. I know a lot of people from Oklahoma and they're all sensitive. We'll leave it like that, like, uh, like Jeff is. <laughs> you think I'm sensitive? <laughs> That's the only word I can come up with, man. It's it's PC. You, you, you seem a little soft. Soft. Soft That's is different than sensitive. That's what I meant. Soft. Oh, like a lady. Mm. I mean, I, I wouldn't call you sensitive. You're a very good punching bag. Like I that's mean, that's that, like that's like your probably your most redeeming quality on <laughs> on the podcast is that like you take a punch really well, and which is why we need to see how you hold up to a Sasquatch slap. Right. Let's let's clarify. We're not talking about a physical punch. We're talking about like emotional punches, <laughs> like attacking me emotionally. That's, that's well, I mean, we're remote punch. right now, so that's kind of our only option. But I'm open yeah. to I'm open to other other suggestions. It's that's true. Fair. We don't want to be close to him. He's a dirty hippie. We'd probably get to COVID. I would say that I am not really a typical Oklahoman. I would agree with that. Actually, you're not. For reasons I won't go into. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would is that because you have all your teeth? Oh, that's Arkansas. That's Arkansas. I don't know, man. It might be Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Where, Do you really think so? Where's the Tiger King from? He's from You know Oklahoma. he ruined it for you, right? He Oklahoma. In like an hour from where you live, right? He's basically that. Jeff's neighbor. Yeah, yeah, he's like 40 minutes away. Well, That's basically his neighbor. He's in prison now, but... Well, that means Carol Baskins is now your neighbor. Uh, no, I think... I feel like something happened. I'm not up. I'm not up to date on. Yeah, I thought she got it too. Oh uh, really? Yeah, but, Carol Baskins owns the Tiger King Ranch. But I thought something had happened, like she sold it or something. I don't know. Supposedly they reopened her husband's mysterious death, which yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna find now, but yeah. Well, you saw that. Uh, so her dead husband's family. Yeah. Ran that ad yeah on on uh, tv during uh dancing with the stars wait no i carol, did not see that which carol baskins was on yeah they <laughs> they ran an ad talking about uh the the de the mysterious death of their brother or whatever yeah during can i just point out that there was absolutely zero surprise that jeff was watching dancing with the stars like that's probably his favorite TV show. Is my guess. Well, Did yeah. you notice nobody else on the podcast was surprised? It was like, oh yeah, he was watching Dancing with the Stars. That makes perfect like, sense. I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Okay. I got that out of the way. Okay. So we have a couple of things here. First one I want to talk about here. Is Nationals predictions? Let's do this. We're gonna we are we are gonna review our Nationals predictions from 2020. If you guys remember, we had predictions not only on who would win Nationals, but how each other would do in Nationals. And it's actually kind of brutal uh, going over it. So, hey, I want to just go ahead and say I remember 
I remember who said what about me. And Jer and Jeremy was not nice. Wait, did did we predict ourselves too in this? Yeah. And oh, each yeah. other. Yeah. I and think each other. Okay. And, and who would win? Yeah. 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 So the okay, who would to be, win. To be fair, before you get into that, like I knew oh, here it comes. I, here it comes. I, I, whenever I I knew nothing about Jason Bradley's shooting at that point. All I knew is that the Nationals the year before he was 16th and he skipped two targets. So I'm like, okay, I don't I don't expect a whole lot out of out of him next time. <laughs> okay, so the actually the Nationals predictions is probably less interesting than us predicting each other, but uh, we'll go ahead and go over it because we all said the, a lot of the same stuff, and then Ben didn't shoot Nationals, so. Did anybody get any of them right? I got uh, carry optics right, I bet. Well, yeah, I yeah, carry optics. We all, we all got CO. Uh, <laughs> oh, but we were split. Okay, we'll just we'll just go down the list. All right, single stack. Everybody said Nils was going to win. Nils didn't shoot it. L10. Uh, we were split pretty good. Jared said Nils. Jason said Shane. I said Shane. Shane Coley. Uh, Jeremy said Casey. And Blake McGaz won. Production, we all said Ben. And Ben didn't shoot it, so Jacob won. CO, we all said Max was going to win. Limited. Hold on a second. Who got second place? It's CO. Yeah. Fat dude from Arkansas. Jason, Jason Bradley. It's Jason yeah. Bradley. All right. Yeah. Make sure. Oh, okay. shut up, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Limited. Jared said Nils was going to. Uh, Nils actually shot it. We got fourth. With a production gun. Yeah, with Shoot, production shooting, gun. shooting nine. Jason said Vogel was going to win. Where did that come from? I didn't say Vogel. You said Vogel. I said for limited? Yeah. No, you wrote that down wrong. <laughs> it's easy to confuse that last name with, you know, something like uh, yeah. Shane. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, they're pretty similar. It either says Nils or Vogel. It would so. have said Nils because, I mean, Vogel wasn't even shooting stuff. How can it say Nils or Vogel? Yeah, I don't know. Oklahoma, man. Because I scribbled one out like Oklahoma this. Oklahoma handwriting. And yeah. if you write Nils, you know, it's like a, it's like a bunch of up and down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why I would have said Vogel. He hadn't been <laughs> shooting much lately. So that's the only thing I why I would have thought that. I mean, he's obviously in the running to shoot it if he show, showed up. So Yeah, I know. It was pretty stupid. All right. Um, I said Ben and Jeremy said Ben and Ben didn't shoot it. Open. Jared and Jason both said Christian. Yeah. And me, me and Jeremy said JJ. Oh, nope. The brother didn't have it. <laughs> he didn't. That's a true statement. And, uh, PCC, we just left blank. Cause nobody cares. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Now into the, the juice. Oh, man. <laughs> the juice. The juice. All right. So let's go with... Hold on. I got to figure out exactly how this is supposed to be read. <laughs> he can't even read which name is assigned to what. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's a writing problem or a reading problem. On Who do y'all want to start? Who y'all want to start with? It's both. It's both. You. You. <laughs> Me? We'll start with Jeff. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Jeff at Nationals, I said 10th because I wanted top 10. 
Jared said eighth. Thank you, Jared. The I know I said something pretty rude here. Jason, I said, I said pretty high. Said thirteenth. Yeah. <laughs> because you didn't practice. Jeremy said twelfth. <laughs> I was closest. He was. Wait, wait. What did? Oh yeah, you said tenth. Okay, yeah, you flipped 10. us off. You flipped us off for picking twelfth and thirteenth when you picked yourself at tenth. <laughs> like it's not exactly a big jump from there. My goal was top ten. I picked my goal. I picked my goal. You said I wasn't going to achieve my goal. That's why you got flipped off. Well, all right. Who's blind next? squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. <laughs> all right. What about Bradley? Let's see his. All right, Jason. Uh, all right, so Jared said Jason was going to get eighth place, which I thought that's pretty nice. Yeah, this this was earlier in the year when Jared was like nicer. Yeah, he was a lot nicer then. <laughs> uh, Jason said to himself he was going to get tenth. I believe that was your goal at that time. I think as the year went on, you're like, I can do better than that. He's clipping his fingernails. He's not paying attention. I'm totally paying attention. What are you talking about? I just nothing to commentate on. I said you were going to get eighth. Very nice of you. Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy the prick. The prick Jeremy. was like 18th. So like 18th said or 20th. 19th. Yeah. 19th. It's so far off. It's awesome. Are there even 19 people shooting carry optics? <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. That was rough. We were pretty rough. I feel rough like on I, feel like I should take a little bit of credit then for how how Jason did place because <laughs> I gave him the motivation to like I'm gonna prove that loser wrong, and so like really, I basically got second. As, like it was really like my coaching and motivating that got Jason to that finish. Sounds like you're from Oklahoma now. <laughs> <laughs> But when you think about it, let's talk about my finish, though. It was, what, what, what was it again? Jeremy? Jeremy, where did I finish? <laughs> Second. Oh, okay. Um, I just wasn't sure if I was right when I thought that. If you think about it, I actually finished first. Let's think about it this way. Max is a given. He was a given. So, technically, I was first. You're the people's champion. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. That's what Nils said. Nils is like, well, I mean, Max was, you know, always going to win it. So, like, basically, you're really first. And I was like, yeah, I like your math. So. I agree. Jason Bradley, the people's champion. Yeah. We can have Thank a trophy you. made. We could, I've got a trophy. We could make it better. We could make, we could make it better. Pretty well, I don't feel like it would cost more than maybe 10 bucks to make a better trophy. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on to Jared. I don't feel like any of us were very nice to Jared. <laughs> I would have been nice to Jared. <laughs> You're all a bunch of dicks. Did we know he was shooting production or carry optics when we predicted this? <clears throat> I don't know. I was already shooting production. Yeah, okay. I think he was. So production. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Because I don't think we would have had him this low if he was shooting carry optics. <laughs> this low? I don't even. I don't even. I don't remember what was said. This could be good. All right. So Jared said to he uh, he would play sixteenth. And Jason also said he would play 16th. And Jeremy said he would place 18th. And I said he was going to finish 21st. 
And Jared beat everybody. Hey, he beat hey, everybody's you expectations. Good, you know what the good part is? Whenever you take his 21st and minus my five fingers slapping across the side of the space, it gets back to your guy's number 60. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh. Wow, we weren't hard on ourselves last year. Well, we were hard on all three of y'all. I'm pretty sure I underperformed everybody's. What What did you get at single stack? Me? Yeah. Wasn't I seventh? I don't. I don't know. That's why I thought I you were like. I thought you were like eighteenth uh, or something. <laughs> it felt like it. No, Dude, I seriously I thought. I thought you were eighth or eighth or ninth. Well, I was ninth. I know I was ninth at L ten. That might have been L ten. I think you were seventh. I I kind of think seventh. All right. Well, Jared said you were going to get seventh. Jason said you were going to get eighth. <laughs> I said you were going to get seventh, and you said fifth, because that was your goal, right? Top five? Yeah. Top five was my goal. Fifth? Oh, uh, yeah. I was seventh. Seventh. Oh, we got it right. So, yeah. Me and Jared nailed that one. So, it looks like Jason probably had the most, the largest upset. Based off of my pick, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. like the way you word that as an upset. Um, maybe, 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 maybe it was that Jeremy was the wrongest in his prediction. Wait a I second! Was wait say, a second! You can't no, go, You can't say what did you? What were you sixteenth the year before? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a jump from sixteen to second is a bit of an upset. Okay, so it's not an upset. It's most improved. <laughs> yeah. How are we supposed to predict that some? It's not an upset. Old bald. Fat dude is gonna be <laughs> hey. like the second best dot shooter in the country. How are we supposed to predict young, skinny, cancer patient looking guy with a gay porn mustache is gonna shoot as bad as he did? So I don't that's the upset. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Hey, Kimo, I don't know who he's who are you talking Chemo. about? I don't your, know if he's talking about you or me. Oh, I'm talking about either. I'm talking about Jeremy, the chemo patient over here. <laughs> The gay porn star. I thought maybe the chemo patient was Jeff because he's bald. No, it's you. It's you because you're skinny and you look sick because you don't eat. Anyways, <laughs> um, it's not an upset. It's just that you were wrong on your predictions. I mean, clearly, I was. I was clearly wrong. There you uh, go. There's no doubt about that. And, I just don't and, feel and like it was. Uh... And you know, if I'd have shot better the year before, I would have placed better. Hmm. No doubt. That's science. That's, that's, <laughs> so, that's a true thing. So when you statement. think about it like that, I basically didn't, you know, wasn't that big of a deal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> true. Yeah. Jeremy was... Jeremy told us told me in the chat the other day, uh, yeah, if you'd have shot better, you'd have won. I'd have been like, truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> <laughs> if we just shot better. The statement is always true. Yeah, it is always true. <laughs> But anyways, I don't think that was an upset. I don't like that word. No, most improved. Yeah, I'm not upset about it. No, it was an upset to the predictions, is what I was saying. No, it was just that Jeremy got it wrong the most. Everybody everybody had it wrong. Jeremy had it the most wrong. <laughs> there you go. I like that. <laughs> okay. You got to wait till my prediction for next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh joys. The gloves are off now. I'm just gonna say it. They now. are off now. They are freaking off. <laughs> I've been holding back on Jeremy. No more. 
but where do you go from that prediction, right? So, like, Jason shoots second place. So, are you going to predict? It's too early for predictions. I mean, you're going to predict, like, one or two, right? I mean, he's got to show up and deliver, so. Probably not. I probably won't predict one or two. Like, five, fifth? I don't know. There's a lot of pressure on his shoulders now. He's going to be on the super squad. It's going to be tough. There's no pressure on my shoulders. Is this 19 still looking pretty good? (laughs) 19 is still a possibility, you know? 19 (laughs) is always a possibility. I don't care who you are. (laughs) I I can definitely relate to that because, you know, 19, if if Jason had shot the match I did, then 19 would have been an over prediction. (laughs) So, Jeff, you got questions for Jason? I did, I did have some. None of them are terribly exciting. Uh, we were going to talk about what we took away from the season. Do you want to talk about that, Jason? Or no. Like, no. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to force you. Okay. No, I don't care. I just like... I just like... Such a curmudgeon. <laughs> so no, the, we, can, we can talk about anything. I don't care. I was just being sarcastic. I don't believe you, but okay. I have, I have the first question for Jason. Yes, Jason. Hold on a second. It, I thought I didn't think we were okay. I didn't think we were doing it this way, but we're, okay. We're not. Oh, this question okay, is very cool. important. We're gang banging you, dude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, Jeff. Mm. Jason. How, <laughs> yes. How does it feel knowing that you finished one spot better at nationals than Jeff did? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I mean, it feels really good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I mean, I get on, I get up in the morning and uh, I, I piss excellence. Um, you know, I put my jeans on one leg at a time, but I do it just uh, one one spot better than Jeff. Right. So, would you say this experience shows you that Arkansas is superior to Oklahoma? Yeah, I don't think that was ever in question. Like we're taking a, a vote for worst states in the union. Like it's California where Jeff was born and it's Oklahoma where he currently resides. Now is is Jeff the reason why those are the two worst states in the union? I don't know. Is that a coincidence or Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you know who's not from California? Any of us, so Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. There you go. Well, that sounds like pretty solid science, guys. Yeah. All right, here's my first question for Jason. You're not shooting. You're not thinking about shooting. Trying not to. You don't want to talk about shooting. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) What what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't really have an answer for that. Uh, I go to work. Um, Does this after you get up and piss excellence? Yeah, I get up up in the morning and uh, I piss excellence. Okay. And Is then that, I go to like, you piss excellence in the off season. That's not just like a like that's a year round thing. Oh, that's a good question. It, no, it's a very good question. Year round, okay. every time, just never every stops. time, it never stops. Uh, no, I go to work and then I come home and um, I don't I I don't have a good answer that that of what I'm doing because I'm basically doing nothing. I'm mind numbingly I- watching TV even though there's nothing on TV and then I play video games a little bit. So I'm accomplishing nothing, but I'm not really worried about shooting. I'm just taking a break. And nice. I think I'm going to continue for the rest of this month. Rest of this month. That sounds very fulfilling. That sounds very filling. It, well, it's very <laughs> filling. And, um, I 
got the physique to show it. But um, <laughs> no, seriously, it's like one of them deals where like when you um, as a kid, maybe you saved up some money and then a summer comes along and you blow all the money. And then at the end of the summer, you have nothing to show for it and you just feel kind of disappointed. That's pretty much how this offseason so far has started off. <laughs> so <laughs> like I don't really have anything to show for not practicing but in some some ways, that's good. You know what I mean? I, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to convince myself, but uh, I don't know what else I would do. So maybe I'll take suggestions on what I should do this off season. Are you having? Do you have like a post season depression or something? Is that a thing? Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if I would call it depression. It's not. It's post season something, but it's not depression. I just, I just know that I was a little worn out. Uh, having to deal with my shoulder and then stressing about matches and shooting like that. Um, I'm kind of enjoying not worrying about anything, not worrying about shooting a local, not worried about loading ammo, not worried about dry firing. My, uh, I've got my holster in my, you know, from traveling that I took off my belt. It's sitting up here. It's not even on the belt. I'm not worried about putting it back on. Um, now, there is a thought in the back of my mind that I'm worried a little bit about, like, Come December and January, I, I'm probably going to wish that I was taking this break then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it, because like it, it probably won't be long before I start getting the itch to shoot again. Like I'm already kind of thinking maybe I'll go out on Sunday and just shoot some guns and yeah. you know at some targets and not really worried about USPSA or practicing anything. So we'll see. Hmm. Okay. Hey, I got a tag. I got a tag on question. Okay. Uh, so okay, so we pretty much all said, I mean, like Max winning was a given, and I'm assuming you would like to beat Max. I don't know if that's a goal of yours to beat Max or not. I don't know why it wouldn't be, based on what you've done. Like, do you think fitness would play any part in like, like into beating Max? You think fitness will play a role into that? I don't know, but I will say this: I definitely think I will shoot better. If I was in better shape, I, I can't see how I know a lot of people don't seem to think that it's a big deal in this sport, but I, um, I feel like if I was, um, in better shape that I would just be better. So uh, would that, what could I still be good enough to beat max? Like I am, you know, cause I'm not in the best shape, Those you know, air quotes. I've got what you call a weight problem. Um, <laughs> for everybody who couldn't see that, there were air quotes around when I reset weight problem. I like to eat donuts <laughs> and a lot of them. Um, and I like to not exercise. Okay. So, but yeah, no, seriously, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm going to come out and say it. Like Jeff and I talked a little bit about this. Um, like, I don't feel like in any way, shape or form, I was on fire at nationals. I shot really well, but I didn't feel like at the end of the day, I didn't feel like that. That was, I was like, I, I, I was kind of surprised that that was 95% of Max Michelle. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And there's some more to that. And I don't really want to go into it because I feel like it's some secret sauce. Ooh, but, um, <laughs> and I'm not giving it out. So, but he will if you pay him, folks. Maybe, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will sell you the secrets for you know 
27 installments of 99.99. But um, anyway, so yeah, I think if I was in better shape, it would help me shoot better. I I don't see how it couldn't. I think I I think maybe what it might would do for you more than the shooting is injury prevention. Uh, Like I I think I, I think that would I think that would be your. I mean, you're getting kind of older, geriatrics type stuff. Like that that was yeah, a joke. But I, but check. I do think I do yeah. think there is there is something in I mean this year this year was you ended up having a fantastic result at nationals, but it almost didn't happen. Like I mean, like because like area four right before I mean what was that three weeks before nationals? I can't remember what the but that wasn't your best match and it was I mean it was understandable you were like you hadn't been able to train and your shoulder was hurting a lot uh and so like you were able to get it together for nationals but it was almost almost not made and, I, and I'm speaking no, you're out right of turn. no 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 you're right dude I don't I never told y'all this and this is why like I didn't come on the episode before where y'all got Lane on um and you guys were referencing me like we had a question and it was really a question that I was asking y'all but I was battling do I back out of nationals? Yeah. Yeah. And, cause you, cause what happens is you're like this shoulder, my shoulder is jacked up and it, and I don't see it getting better. So like I either have, I, I felt like there's a point of no return. Like obviously you don't want to be trying to back out of nationals three days before you go. So you're like, well, okay. I, two weeks before I go, I need to make a decision. And, you know, and, and unfortunately it was one of them deals where I, at two weeks before I, I really was probably the worst shape as far as mentally and and physically um and i I was just basically like no i i think at some point i don't remember where it was at as far as the time frame but i basically said i'm going if i have to i'm going i'm getting on the plane and going to florida if i get there and i can't shoot then that's fine or i will get out i will go to the range and shoot and if it it is what it is i mean i just basically kind of accepted it um but yeah no no no, you're 100 percent. i i thought about backing out of it because I, yeah. my shoulder was, it was, and it's still jacked up. I actually, I need to go to the doctor again. I went to PT. I went to two different doctors. Uh, I still need to go. It's still, it feels better now. It's not constantly hurting me because I'm not practicing, but I just, I must, I'm worried that once I start practicing again, it's going to come back. So there's something wrong in my shoulder. I don't know what it is. It's not the rotator cuff as far as I know. So anyways. Yeah, I think there'd be stuff that you could do now that's not really shooting related, but could get that so that when you do want to shoot, that problem is fully, fully resolved. Yeah. Like if I try to do push-ups, like I was doing some a minute ago, my shoulder hurts very bad. And it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not right. I can, you, you mean, it's, it's very obvious that this is not supposed to feel like this. Yeah. I wouldn't do any more push-ups. Yeah. Luckily, I don't do a lot of push-ups, so. It shows. that surprises me right so anyways that's good that's good all right i got uh i got another question is this the first time in your life that you've like taken up playing video games uh no no like you used to be a gamer i was never a gamer but um oh several years ago when call of duty really was gaining steam you know i had a ps3 and um i played played some then I want to say it was, um, was it Modern Warfare 2? When that one kind of came out, I was playing that quite a bit. But I mean, it only lasted for a couple months and then I quit playing it. So, like right now, I, this is not, I'm not going to play this video game very much more. I mean, I'll play it for a couple more weeks probably, but. Just till you smash your controllers? Well, I've already threw one. So, 
I only got one left because the one I had before it I broke. So, um, so that kind of answers so, yeah. my follow up question, which is, are you any good? No, she's not. <laughs> well, it's it's also, but seriously, it's not that I'm not any good. Okay, look, I'm not any. I'm not that good at it. I'm very. I'm mediocre at Call of Duty for several reasons. Um, I don't play it that much. I've just started playing it in the last week or two, and then my internet's not the premium internet. I don't have the right gaming screen. Uh, I mean, all the guys that are dominating this are they. This is what they do all the time, and they have all the stuff. Where in, in in video gaming, gear matters. So, and there's no natural talent either. So, do you know what it, Boomer sounds exactly like right now? What's he that? sounds like that C class dude that's shooting a canic, thinking. You know all those guys that are winning, like they've got all the coolest gear, they've got the best gear, they've got yeah. auto drives. Like, there's no way that you can well, place top five in nationals and but here's not the, have all the best stuff. You'd be right, but there is really, I mean, internet speed is a real thing. You know, your monitor. These guys like Jared. Trigger Jared speed talks, is a real thing too. Hey, Jared talks crap. Jared's got like extra buttons on his controller. <laughs> He's got super duper internet. He bought. He went out and bought a gaming monitor specifically for this. It has like the best refresh rate. So that stuff actually does matter in this game. Because I'll run around a corner and I'll be shooting and on my screen and on my PlayStation Four. I've shooting this guy four or five times, and this guy sh shoots me once and kills me. And then when you watch the video playback of his kill, it, it shows it the exact opposite. Like he saw me long before I saw him, but there's a lag. That's the best I can explain it, and that makes me feel better. So shut up. <laughs> In fairness, a gaming a gaming monitor makes a big difference when you're playing like Call of Duty. So what you're saying is Jared is the biggest gamer on the podcast. If you count buying a PS4 like oh yeah nine just, days yeah, ago, so yeah. I could play with everybody. Yeah, sounds like it to me. Jared, well, who's who's asking the questions, Jared? I'll ask Jared questions. Yeah, you do that. Go. Okay. First, we'll just start with like, I got to apologize for my prediction. Like that was probably your prediction of Nationals, the worst one I made. I feel like my other ones were pretty, pretty decent. They were pretty close. Like they, they were, they were reasonable <laughs> predictions on everybody else. Yours. I don't know. I just was, must've been a bad mood. So, so I'll apologize about that. I feel, I feel like we've already, I feel like we've already discussed this. I accept your apology. Shut up, Boomer. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate that. So this year was you switched to production uh, from CO, mm -hmm. and you had shot production before CO. What are you thinking of for next season? Uh, shooting both of them or focusing on one or the other? So right now uh, I, I will shoot both production and CO nationals. The question is when I'll switch divisions. I haven't decided that yet. It'll probably just depend. Uh, once all the matches are out, if there's a long gap for production nationals to the next major, that's where I'll switch. So we'll see. So production nationals is in May and CO is in October, right? Yeah. So your plan is really not to favor one or the other. It's just basically kind of split it production for the first part of the season, CO for the next part. Yeah, and I'll switch. I'll switch for sure. At least probably at least three months out from nationals. So yeah, two and a half, three months out. Do you feel like one division favorite? Like you, like one division favors you over the other? Uh, no, I don't think there's. I don't think that really matters very much. I mean, there's certainly, if there was a division that I am probably best built for, it would be limited. Yes. But uh, I like things about both divisions. 
Uh, I actually, I, I like production probably the most, but it's it's the hardest, definitely the hardest division for me to shoot well. Yeah. So, uh, with prepping for production mats for next year, I mean, like, I mean, for us and for you, that's almost got to start pretty soon because that match is not that far away. Are you taking a different approach from, did you learn something for nationals this year that you're going to take it, try to take a different approach internationals next year? You do, you, you going to do anything different? Uh, no, I, I think my training that I was on at the end of the year was on the right pace. So I'll probably continue on pretty well of what I was doing as far as, you know, when I'm going to start back up shooting, uh, I'll shoot my local this weekend and I'll start shooting my Tuesday night matches again in the locals that have decent weather throughout the winter. And probably January time frame, I'll start dry firing a little bit, not a lot, maybe once or twice a week. And then probably February, you know, ramp it up to, you know, three times a week. And then by March, I'll be training, uh, shooting on a regular basis again. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, I think I know you well enough. Like you're not, you're not happy with where you placed at nationals. This, like you're not, you're not okay with that being where you finish no what do you feel like is the biggest thing holding you from finishing better than that i think the biggest things uh was overall aggression throughout the match like i kind of got back into a more slow and steady pace and it kind of fell off after the first day and then my gun handling has just not been where it needs to be and when i say that i'm referring to draws and reloads like they just have not been there. And it seems like a small thing, but if you, when you have some of those short courses at Nationals and stuff, if you eat a half a second on a bad draw and you do it twice in a match that has six stages like that, yeah, it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things, but it, it costs you a lot on a couple of stages or bobbled reloads and that stuff just, it, it gives away time that is free to fix. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think your shooting is, of course, Jared didn't, Jared didn't ask me for my opinion on this, but I'm going to give my opinion. Is this the part, is this the part where we, we were to uh, pick apart Jared's shooting? Is that what we're doing now? Apparently. Uh, if we want, I mean, if you guys want to. Okay. I'm not actually going to pick apart his shooting, but I think anybody that has seen video of Jared shooting, like you see him shoot and it's like, holy crap. Like one, the gun is, the gun doesn't move. Like it's, it's just freaking there. Uh, and you watch him shoot, it's like, okay, the guy's really fast. I think you should try to watch a lot of Shane Coley because Shane Coley is very much a, I'm going to run to a position and I'm going to hose that position down really fast. And then I'm going to run to the next position. He's not so much the JJ approach, which is I'm going to blend every single position as much as I can. And I think in production and with your skill set, like, I think you could do that better than anybody. The way that you handle the gun, the way that you, your trigger manipulation, your recoil control, like I think if you could get to where you can rail on stuff like that, I would really like to see what you do with that kind of mindset. Do you agree or disagree? No, I, I like what you're saying. Makes sense. I'll, uh, I'll check out some of Shane's videos and see if I can't. But what if you could do both? Like, <laughs> right? I mean, that would be the goal, right? I mean, what if you could you can't, run as fast as you can to a position and shoot everything, but also blend the positions? I mean, well, I think his point being is that generally speaking in production, you're not going to have a lot of blending because, you know, there's 10 rounds in a gun. 
So you're not going to shoot eight rounds over here and eight rounds right here. I mean, it's a separate position. Like granted, there's going to be times where you maybe you take one more target and then reload at 10 or you're doing a one-step reload. But generally speaking, you're moving to a position and shooting rounds. Yeah, I mean, the, the lower cap division makes that a little bit harder. But it also, like, if you're moving, like your feet are moving, you're going to shoot slower than if you're stand still. So that's always that's always the give and take is, is it worth it for me to stop and post up and shoot really fast on these three targets? Or is it is it if say it's like it's in an open area, is it worth it for me to try to take these on the move and I'm shooting slow, but I'm still moving. So like there's there's always that give and take. You're not gonna rail shooting on the move as fast as you can when you're standing up straight. You disagree, Jeff? No, I agree. No, I don't disagree. So I mean that so that's so then it's and and Jared is a big dude. You get him having to try to shoot while he's moving and stuff, uh, like that's, he's not JJ. Like he's, I mean, he's not, Jared's physique versus Shane's physique is much more similar than Jared and JJ. I mean, he's a Cro-Magnum. Like he's- So you're, you're saying that Jared lacks finesse and can like, and smooth. He's, he's just a bull in a china closet and he needs to shoot like one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say that he lacks <laughs> finesse, but I think he should lean on the bull in the China closet. I think I think he could see some. I'd like to see what results he could get if he leaned on the bull in a China closet type mentality. I would like to see what Jared did if he just a hundred percent let loose, because I think I think there could be. I think Jared could make a similar jump from what Jeff and Jason did this year if he just let loose. Like if he just said, "Screw it, I'm just going. I'm just going all out." because the shooting is there it's just like so it's weird because i i see videos of jared shoot, like like when he's shooting locals and shooting practice like holy crap that dude's fast and then i like we've squatted with him it's like yeah he's shooting well but he's just not it's just not he's just not shooting really he's a girl he's just a big hairy girl <laughs> i mean i've seen some stages where he looks like a big hairy girl like but it's <laughs> I mean, so he looks like somebody from Oklahoma. He looks like Jeff's sister. Uh, I don't actually know Jeff's sister. I shouldn't make fun of her. If she, because if she looks like Jared, she's gonna come kick my butt, and that would be scary. <laughs> but so, I, like, I think that'd be, a, I think that'd be a great direction for for Jared to go in. Uh, I think that's something you could work on without like putting up intricate stuff in the off season. Like, if you are just gonna. Like it's a nice day. You're like, hey, I'm just gonna go shoot. Like you could just go set up, you know, three or four targets and just see how fast you can kind of hose on them and get that to where that's where that's a good skill for you. Yeah. Well, it's, that sounds like something too that would be helpful in getting into a more aggressive mindset and staying there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're you're asking for the same thing, but you're asking for it a different way. Right. Yeah. So, what was your your biggest takeaway was for the, from the season was it your gun handling? Uh, the two things was long. At the end of the year, training got where I was getting better or feel like I was for my training as far as on getting more aggressive. And then gun handling is probably an area that needs improvement more than anything. And that, that just comes from not getting lazy on dry fire, doing more of the boring stuff in dry fire. Mm, yeah. All right. Okay. Any sort of, uh, do you feel like, how do you feel about like your approach to like, 
on match day? Like, do you feel like your matches were somewhat representative of of typical, or your matches were not? You feel like you weren't bringing your best stuff at matches? I, I there was one match this year where I felt like I shot pretty well, and that was the Oklahoma uh, section match. I shot pretty well there. And, but otherwise, like, I shot good at most matches, but I definitely was not where I know I should be. Like, is there something you notice at the matches, like, as far as from a mental state that you felt like, okay, this just, like, you just get through the match, like, okay, that just didn't work. Uh, like, there's, is there, is there any way to quantify that, or you're still thinking on what that would be? I would say still thinking on what that was. There's not, like, just something that's, like, there wasn't a light bulb going off moment where it's like, aha, uh-huh, that was the issue, or something like that. Yeah. Well, cool. I look forward to hearing you figure out what that will look like or what that'll be. I'm going to try what you said this weekend. When I shoot on Saturday. I'm just going to shoot as fast as I possibly can. Cool. I'm going to be the raw time champion. I think actually, like, I think if you, like, if you do shoot like your little locals, like, I shouldn't say little, local, but you're like, you shoot your, like your Tuesday night stuff and your local matches. I think that actually might be a good thing and a fun thing to do in the off season. Like you're not taking the results all that seriously. Like, no, I'm going to be the fastest guy at this match. I think that well, I think there could be some yeah. dividends to that in a fun way, and also in a just try to see stuff and do stuff faster way. You know, you bring up something good though there too, or remind me of something good with the off season. A lot of people get big into not shooting, and like I've been playing a lot of video games the last week because, like Bradley, I just want to do something where. I want to do something mind-numbing where I'm not thinking about shooting, not doing anything with shooting. I just want to do something that distracts me. Yeah. But as as we actually get into the winter months, I really enjoy shooting our Tuesday night matches and locals that are decent because once you get in the winter around here, you end up, you go to work, you come home, it's dark outside, you're not seeing, you're not hanging out with people doing anything. You know, you're, it's not like during the season where you're always out doing stuff after work or, you know, it matches every weekend where you're around a lot of people. It gets a little boring. And the Tuesday night matches are just a great social event. We go out to dinner afterwards and the same thing with our local matches that do happen. You know, we all go out to dinner or lunch afterwards and it just gives you something good to do. I don't, I wouldn't say I take them overly serious. Tuesday nights are definitely not something that's serious. I treat it as purely a social event. I don't really related to value in shooting i mean staying shooting in the off season i think keeps you a little sharper when you come out of the off season but it's not you're not doing it to get better you're doing it for something to do yeah no that's that's i agree with that uh that's good good thoughts i like i like the approach of of not necessarily putting it completely away but not like really not necessarily training hard on it. Yeah. I think there's something healthy in that. Maybe that you can maybe like if if somebody just feel like they're getting burnt out and shooting, that maybe maybe like completely putting it aside is may and it depends on the personality is maybe not the thing to do. But maybe it's it's yeah, find those little don't train hard for it. Like get rid of any sort of expectations and just go back to where you were when you first started shooting. You were just going to a match because it was man, it was just I don't, I can still remember whenever I first found out about USPSA and I went and shot it. Like I had no expectations I would ever be able to shoot like tens of thousands of rounds a year. It was just like I can go like I can go and like there's there's like stages set up and like I can run around and shoot stuff and it's not just standing on a line plinking at something. Like this is so awesome. Like I think if you can get back to that, that can help out with burnout a lot if you can, you know, kind of Kind of that may be in some ways better than just completely putting it aside. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just getting back to fun shooting, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, just shooting for fun. Well, cool. I look forward to uh, to your season for next year. Mm-hmm. 
Jared, it should be good. It'll be fun. I'm glad they split nationals off so I can shoot both. Yeah, that worked out well for you. <laughs> All right. That's it for today. Thanks, everybody. Oh, stop recording, damn it. <laughs>